What's crackalackinishes? Welcome back to the 28 Days of Self Love. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic, main ish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. Today is day eight, which means that we only have 20 days left. We got this. That's awesome. I want to talk to you guys today about a topic that is so near and dear to my heart because it truly was one of my absolute biggest insecurities and now one of my most proud accomplishments with how far I have come in overcoming standing up for myself. Now, I say how far I've come because it's absolutely not perfect. I still get anxious at the thought of standing up for myself or when I'm presented with the opportunity to stand up for myself. It freaks me out for sure. And I wish that it didn't as much as it does. But it's a process and it's something that's going to take time. Again, progression, not perfection. But being able to stand up for myself, there has not been anything else that has ever made me respect myself so much. There's never been anything that's ever made me love myself so much, know who I am so much, and make sure other people know it too. It's an outlet for me to be able to tell other people how to treat me and to make sure that other people respect me and to not ever fall short of expressing who I am and loving myself enough to be able to get that message across to whoever it is that needs to hear it, no matter who they are. Now, I'm not going to bore you guys with my long drawn out trauma story of how many times I've fucked this up in the past. If you want to hear that, you absolutely can. It's on episode 17 when I tell you guys about my entire self-love journey. I tell you about my issues from childhood to adulthood. So if you want to listen to it, you absolutely can. But today I'm going to tell you guys the story of my last straw, groundbreaking final moment that I decided that I was no longer going to allow this shit in my life in any way, shape or form. This is also a story that I'm a little bit apprehensive to tell you guys, and I hope to be able to tell you guys more about it in the future, only because it still scares me, (laughs) but I hope to be able to tell you guys more about it in the future because let me tell you, there's some fucking tea in there, and I, I would love, you guys would really be entertained by it, but that's a story for a different day. The story that I'm going to tell you guys today is about a person that is in my boyfriend and I's life, really they're in my boyfriend's life and mine by default. There is a person that has a significant role in my boyfriend's life. I wanted this person to like me. And more than that, I wanted this person to like me for my boyfriend. You know how it goes. You know, you want them to think that you're the right girl for him and whatever else. It is what it is. So I held this person's opinion on such a high pedestal. And because of that, I bent over backwards for this person. I was always doing what they wanted me to, even if it went against my better judgment. I, you know, did absolutely everything and behaved in the ways that I knew this person would appreciate and want me to. And I people pleased to a fault because that's what I do. That's just who I am. Like I was always a kind, respectful, polite, please, thank you type of person. I never, ever, ever did anything hurtful or unkind or passive aggressive in any way shape or form towards the beginning of our relationship my boyfriend and this person got into an argument and me being a bystander to the argument unfolding was called a whore for no reason for no reason at all except for the fact that I was standing there and that person knew that hurting me would hurt my boyfriend 
Now, normally this would make me go frantic, that I would identify with that, that I would wonder why they would say that about me, that I would wonder why they hated me and what I could do to fix it. But it was one of those moments that I just went cold, that I just went numb and not numb in a negative way, numb in a powerful way. In that moment, the only response that I could muster was that was a mistake. And that made the person upset too, but it was the truth because that is not something that I will ever forget and it's not something my boyfriend will ever forget because regardless if it was me or if it was any other woman, the fact that this person took it upon themselves to do something only to be hurtful to a person that their loved one cared about, my boyfriend cared about, and of course I felt disrespected just for standing there, just for being a part of this. The only thing that I could think in this moment wasn't all of the frantic thoughts that I typically had. The only thing that I could think about was that I knew, I knew that that was not true. I knew in my whole gut that that was not an accurate depiction of who I am. And it did not matter what that person said about me or who that person was to me. They were saying something about me that I knew in my soul, in my heart, was not accurate. Therefore, I could not identify myself with it. All of a sudden, I had flashes from my entire life of all the times that I let friends, acquaintances, peers that I went to school with, boyfriends, guys that I was interested in, all put these ideas and thoughts and perceptions of me into my own head and made me feel that I was any different than who I knew that I was, that I let these mean things that they had said just because it benefited them at that time take a toll on who I was as a person and suddenly knew that none of that was true. How could any of that be true? It's not what I identify as. I knew in my soul that I never needed to accept anything like that from anybody ever again. Truthfully, it was one of the most powerful and wonderful moments of my entire life, which is funny because it was one of the worst experiences I've had. But what I gained from it, I'm so eternally grateful for because that was the first moment in my life that I knew that I was done letting people treat me like shit and disrespect me. Now, just because I had all of this newfound energy, like this newfound perception on my life and how I was going to be treated from here on out and how I wasn't going to stand for anything less than what I deserved. I still didn't know how to execute that. I still had absolutely no idea how I was going to go about this. It still was something that absolutely terrified me. Even though I came to a point that I knew it had to be done, I didn't know what that even looked like and where to even start making this change. One thing that I did know and that I have known for a very long time but didn't realize until the last two years when this happened. One thing that I have known looking back now from the time I was a kid up until now, this moment, right now, today, I have never, ever, ever 
regretted standing up for myself. But I have absolutely regretted not standing up for myself. And a lot of the time, that anxiety that takes over you is a result of the fear of the unknown, of the fear of confrontation. Like I told you guys before, I always wanted to be more of a fighter with my words. And that's not who I am in any way, shape, or form. It just, that's not in my makeup to be that sort of way. When I thought of standing up for yourself, I associated that with being confrontational, but they are not the same thing. You have to figure out how to stand up for yourself on your own accord. You have to figure out just like self-help, just like self-love, the way that you stand up for yourself is specific to you. You're going to figure out how standing up for yourself works best for you because if you can figure out the way to stand up for yourself that works best for you, that's how you're going to best get your point across. If you try to do it in a way that isn't you, like let's say you try to be confrontational and a firecracker and pop off and get hot-headed and you're yelling at somebody, you might walk away from that situation like, shit, I should have said this. I should have said this. Like you're not taking a moment to sit back and think about what it is you want to say and say that in a calm, cool and collected manner that allows you to think about what you're saying before you say it. And on the flip side, the same applies if you stand up for yourself in a more passive aggressive way. And now I do not at all suggest that you should be standing up for yourself passive aggressively because the problem with standing up for yourself in a passive aggressive sense is you aren't clearly stating to that person what you don't like and what you don't want to happen so that they respect you. You're doing it more behind the scenes and they might not get it or they might think that they can continue to get away with it if they can continue to overcome your passive aggressiveness. But let's say that's the way that you go about it. Maybe you're not going to say the things that you wish that you had said. You might not have said enough. You might still walk away from that situation feeling like you didn't get your point across. One of the best places to start trying to figure out how to stand up for yourself is addressing the fear of it head on or addressing whatever reason it is that you don't want to stand up for yourself head on. Ask yourself why not? Like why not stand up for yourself? What are the options that you're picturing in your head that could happen if you stand up for yourself? The first one is probably again fear. What are you afraid of? What specifically are you thinking is going to happen if you stand up for yourself? For me personally, I am afraid of the person's comeback. Not that the comeback is going to hurt my feelings. I'm afraid of not having a good response for that comeback because I can sit here and articulate the way that I feel with the knowledge that I have up to this point and how I've been treated up to this point and what they have just said. Maybe I can take a moment to process what insulting thing that person said and then come up with something to say in order to stand up for myself. But I have no idea how that person's going to respond. And so the fear of the unknown and not knowing what the person's going to respond and then maybe I won't have a good comeback for it is what freaks me out personally. But that is such faulty ground to stand on because first of all, if I'm dealing with a person that I'm at this point that I'm standing up for myself, there's a good chance that I do already have a decently good idea of how that person will respond. But you don't need a response. You just need to stand firm with what you believe 
and what you're standing up with yourself about. You don't have to explain you standing up for yourself. In no way, shape, or form do you need to explain yourself. All you have to say is, hey, I don't like that. Hey, don't talk to me like that. Hey, I don't deserve to be spoken to that way. Simple. And whatever response that they have, that's the only thing that you can keep saying. You can use I feel statements. Those are really helpful if it gets like heated. You can say, well, I feel disrespected. I feel hurt. I feel that you're attacking me. Those are your responses. It doesn't have to be some dragged out thing that you're getting into some argument with. And if it is, my suggestion is to walk away because that person is probably getting so frantic and heated and worked up because they know that they're in the wrong. Another reason I can think of that you might not stand up for yourself is the fear of them not liking you, the fear of causing a problem with this person, with a group of people in your life in some way, shape, or form. You're trying to mitigate as much drama as you can. Why bring that upon yourself? And for that, I want to ask you this. Whether you picture people in your life personally or you're picturing a movie or a TV show or something you've read in a book, if you think about the person that doesn't stand up for themselves and lets people talk to them however they want to, and you think about the person that does stand up for themselves and puts their foot down and makes sure that they get the respect that they deserve from other people, which person do you like more? Probably the person that wants respect. Which person do you picture to love themselves more? Since essentially that's the goal here is to have the most love for ourselves. It's again the person that knows who they are and isn't going to take shit from people that treat them in a way that isn't loving or is less than they deserve. About a year later, I was in a similar situation with similar people. However, there were also additional people, people that were friends with the original significant people to my boyfriend's life because they had a connection with these significant people in my boyfriend's life. They knew who I was and we were all sitting at dinner together talking and having a good time. At this point, I had been dating my boyfriend two years and this person called me my boyfriend's ex's name. Now, Maybe I had a little bit more courage because I had had a couple drinks, but that lit a fire inside of my fucking soul that could not match anything. I was so upset about that. And it didn't, I didn't even have a moment to think about it before I already said, my name is Sarah. My mouth was already standing up for myself before my brain could even process what was happening. And I remember the table getting kind of awkward and I felt so confident. I put my shoulders back. My chin was up. I just continued to do what I was doing and I didn't give one fuck. Like I did not give one fuck. And it was it felt so good. Like it felt so good to be able to stand my ground because now I knew how and was given a situation with people that I was done letting them treat me in a way that was less than I deserved. And sure, was that a mistake? Fine. But I had been dating my boyfriend for a significant amount of time. And if you don't know my name, if you're unsure of what my name is, don't guess. 
Don't fucking guess. Ask me. And at this point, I had already told this person my name. I had already had conversations with this person. This wasn't the first time I met this person. There was no reason. And it's not that she was doing it to be malicious. Again, it was probably a mistake. But I don't care. I don't care if it was a mistake or it wasn't a mistake. It was hurtful. I didn't appreciate it. So I stood up for myself. I wasn't rude. I wasn't aggressive. I wasn't anything like that. I just said, that's not my name. That's it. It's that simple. I feel when standing up for yourself, we make it this like super dramatic thing in our head. And it's not. It's very simple. It, you don't have to be mean. There's a way to say everything. Come from a place of kindness in informing the person that you're not going to be treated this way. And that's it. It doesn't have to be a dragged out thing. Maybe they make it one, but you don't have to make it one. Even if they try to make it one, you still can say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to get you going, but I do not appreciate being talked to like that. And I just wanted to make that clear. Are we okay? Okay. And if words absolutely terrify you, another way that you can stand up for yourself is with action. It might be a tad passive aggressive, but I don't think so. And what I mean by standing up for yourself with action, let me give you an example from my own life. One time I was going to dinner with people and I was late. And you know what? I know that there's no excuse for being late and I know that that's rude. However, they were not waiting on me. It was a group of people. Nobody had to wait to eat. Nobody did wait to eat. Nobody wait to drink. Nobody wait to, waited to do anything. It was an entirely group activity that I could have just slipped seamlessly into. Unfortunately, I overcommitted myself. I was running behind. It's not like I was being inconsiderate of people's time and not caring about there. I wasn't just laying on the couch showing up whenever I wanted to. I Other things came up. Prior to this, the person that had in, invited me they had offered to bring me to dinner and made me feel badly about what I was ordering, about um, what drinks I would had ordered, how many, like they asked like how many I had had. They were making me feel uncomfortable for them offering to bring me to dinner and pay for my meal. And this whole time too, they were making comments and humiliating me in front of the group about being late, continuing to bring it up in front of them and make jokes about me and all of this stuff. And I didn't stand up for myself with words. I just stayed quiet and said, oh yeah, I know, I'm sorry, I'm late or whatever and answered the simple questions. And then when the bill came, I paid for everybody (laughs) because I was like, screw you. Like you don't get to keep talking to me like that and making an ass out of me and doing this whole thing and you know what maybe they got a free meal out of it and maybe that wasn't the best approach because it was almost like a congratulations but I don't think that they were very happy about it I think that they knew why I did it and that was all that mattered to me at that time now if I was to go back I wouldn't do it again just because I don't know. They didn't deserve a free meal out of me. That was money that I'm never going to get back. (laughs) But it was the point of standing up for myself through action, saying like, I don't need you to pay for me. I don't need you to act like this towards me. And not only can I pay for it, but I'm going to do something kind for you, even though you were so rude to me. It kind of makes people feel like an ass. There are several ways that you can stand up for yourself. Again, you have to find what works for you because that is how you are going to best feel fulfilled with how you did so, but also to get your point across in the best way possible. 
tomorrow I'm going to talk to you guys about what confidence really is and how to start to go about gaining some of it. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that coming out at midnight tonight. You can follow me at underscore Sarah Ritt. You can follow Wellish at Wellish Podcast, both on Instagram. And then you can follow me on TikTok at Sarah Rittendale. Other than that, I will talk to you wishes tomorrow. Bye, guys. <laughs>